You're listening to The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Laura O'Mahony, an online marketing educator, mother of boys, and pizza lover. This is the podcast that helps make marketing simple for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Each week, we bring you bite-sized, actionable tips, strategies, and hacks to help grow your business online. If you're ready to do the work and grow your online presence and stand out in a crowded space, then you're in the right place. Now it's time to jump into today's episode, so let's get going. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Laura O'Mahony. Um, I hope you're having a lovely Easter if you're celebrating Easter. Um, if you're not, I hope you have a lovely normal day <laughs> or whatever you're doing. Um, we have a bank holiday here in Ireland, so we have been off on, we've had Friday off and we have Monday off as well, um, which is lovely because you kind of get to reset and start anew and it's a shorter week, a shorter two weeks, shorter week with the Friday off and a shorter week with the Monday off. Um, but it's business as usual here because I still have to record the podcast, so I'm working, <laughs> unfortunately. And I am a bit sick from all the eating all the kids' Easter eggs as well. <laughs> but look, we'll push on and get the episode recorded. Um, so going to ask you a question. What if you are forgetting a really essential piece of the Instagram puzzle? What if there are entire sections that you have been completely overlooking and you don't know that these could actually be hurting your account. So what if these are actually stunting your growth and you don't even know that? So in today's episode, I'm deep diving into your profile and giving you the anatomy of a customer or client attraction profile that will help you get discovered, get followers, and it will help you get found on Instagram and more importantly, get your customers. And isn't that what we all want on Instagram? So if you're wondering why you're not growing as fast as you should be, um, then this is the perfect episode for you. So what are you're going to learn in this episode is um, crafting the perfect visuals, what you need in your bio, why you need a strong CTA or call to action in your bio and the best ways to make the most of that call to action. Um, you're going to learn about the searchable feature that you may be neglecting, you may not even know about this, um, the swoon-worthy feature that will get you noticed and get you followers and additional features in your bio that you may not have even heard of. Um, So sit back, relax, grab a coffee, a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to dissect the anatomy of a perfect Instagram profile. Before we get going with this mini training, I just want to let you know that the masterclass that everybody has been raving about called 30 Reels in 60 Minutes is now available to purchase on the website. So if you visit lauraomahony.com forward slash shop, you can steal all my secrets for batching your Instagram Reels and it's only €47. Plus, you're going to get the Canva template pack to create stunning and eye-catching Reels covers and that's worth €47 and you get it for free. So make sure you go check that out. If you want to go from Reels disaster to Reels master in less than one hour. Today's episode is brought to you by Flowdesk, which is my go-to email marketing solution. You can create beautiful email newsletters that subscribers love to get. Flowdesk have stunning templates that are easy to edit and easy to set up. You can also set up your lead magnet for easy delivery with stunning forms. So if you want to go try it out for yourself, you get a 30-day credit card free trial. It's risk-free. You can just use that link below in the show notes. Um, I also have a 50% off for life coupon code when you sign up using my link. Okay, so let's get going with the anatomy of a perfect Instagram profile. So the first thing that you need to do and step one is to craft your perfect 
profile picture. <laughs> That's not easy to say. <laughs> I always get stuck on the P words for some reason. And um, the first thing that you need to do is ensure that your profile picture is on brand. So if you've got certain brand colors or you're known for a certain brand um, color, um, make sure that you have that color within your profile picture because it will tie in, it'll be more cohesive with the rest of your account as well. And um, make sure that you've got a clear waist up photo. So photo from your waist up um, and that just because if you've got a photo that's really far away people can't really see you and because in Instagram people are only seeing really a small small tiny picture of you it's important that it's a close-up not a really close-up but that it's like a waist up photo so that they can get an idea of who you are, what you look like um, and get to know you really because that's the first opportunity really and the first visual when they come onto your account is that your profile picture. Um, so make sure that you've got a clear waist up photo if you are not using your own personal photo, say you're a brand, um, make sure that you're using your brand logo, but make sure that the logo is legible, that you can actually read it in that size on your phone when it's like shrunk down into the bottom or the top um, left-hand corner. Make sure you can actually read what it says because people don't want to be like um, squinting, look at the screen and you just want to attract the right type of people. So make sure that your logo is actually legible. Um, and if you have, say, gone on, off and developed a logo yourself and that you don't have professional branding as yet if you're just getting started or something like that I suggest going to Canva opening up um, a square so like a thousand by a thousand something like that dragging in the circle um, frame which is for a photo drag that in and then drag in your logo into that and make it as big as possible for that frame download that and then upload it into your Instagram and that will give you a really good visual. Whereas if you're working with something that you've just kind of created in Canva yourself or, you know, something that somebody has sent you, um, it's not really going to catch people's attention if it's not purposely designed for um, Instagram. I hope that makes sense. Um, ensure that your logo is recognisable or and use an alternative logo. So if you get a professionally designed brand, you get like your main logo and then you get alternative logos, which are used for like social media and stuff like that. So if you have got off and paid to get your brand done, um, just make sure, even ask your designer, which ones are your alternative logos or which one is the best one to use for Instagram. So that is um, step one. So step two then is to craft your perfect Instagram bio. So this is the place where we get 150 characters to showcase your business. So it's the bio, it's the piece of, you know, all the little text underneath your profile picture. Um, so that really should attract your ideal customer. So when they come onto your account, people take about two to three seconds before deciding if they're going to follow you or not. Whereas if you are neglecting that um, piece of um bio that piece of text if you're neglecting that and you don't have it set up in a strategic way people are not going to follow you it's as simple as that because if it's confusing um and this is from donald miller he is uh, the head of story brand he says if you confuse you lose so if you confuse people you lose them whereas if it's clear and you have clarity around who you serve who you're for all that kind of stuff um people will want to go follow you then um, so you need to tell them who you help 
and how you help them. So for example, if you're a lighting company, you could have a statement like, we help new homeowners find the perfect light fittings. So remember to include, remember what niche you're targeting and who you're trying to attract um, and your ideal customer avatar. So your profile is it's not all about you really. It's about your ideal customer and who you're trying to attract. Whereas if you go and look at your profile now at the moment and it's like filled with all information about you, um, you know, you may not be attracting that right ideal type of customer. And it is important to put in, you know, information like about your authority. So like, why are you, why should they go follow you? So are you like me? I've got over 15 years experience in marketing um, and that, you know, that's okay to put that in because that gives people a reason to trust me. Um, so if you have statements like that, it's okay to put them in, but make sure it's it's mostly about your ideal customer and why they should follow you. They need a reason to follow you um, because they can follow any number of accounts um, and they're probably following a lot of accounts and there's a lot of noise out there. So you need to cut through all that noise and you need to cut through that and by having clarity in your bio you will attract those right um, type of audience and right type of customers um, so make sure you use the space wisely you can use emojis to make your text stand out a bit more so I use the same kind of emojis all the time it just makes my account a bit more visual um, and people know exactly, you know, when I have an emoji beside something, they know what that means without even looking at the, the text most of the time. Um, include your location if you're a local business. So a lot of people fail to do this and they don't actually put in their location. So people don't know if you're like a fish and chip shop and you're based in Dublin, for example, and I'm in um, South Tipperary you know, chances are I'm probably not going to visit you maybe once a year or something like that. Whereas if you have an Instagram account and you're trying to attract those local customers that you're not somebody who like delivers outside of a certain um, radius, you only need to attract people living in that area. So make sure you include your location or if you have multiple locations, include them as well. And um, because it's important for people to know where you are, because if you are just like um, John's Fish and Chip Shop, um, you could be anywhere. I don't know where you're based. So you know, why would I follow you if you're not in my locality or in my local area? Um, and that's who you need to attract is people that are actually going to come into your, your fish, and, fish and chip shop. There's no point in having 10,000 followers and none of them are your customers. It just doesn't make sense. Um, so make sure that if you're a local business, put in the area. Um, and if you are a local business who delivers, let people know that as well. Um, it's important to audit your bio every kind of, you can do it every month, but every quarter is probably okay. So look at it and look at it from a customer's point of view, or you could even show it to a couple of customers that come in and out of John's Fish and Chip Shop. That's my example for today. And ask them, um, you know, would you go follow this account um, and why? Um, and just get that bit of feedback. Um, but just, as I said, you need to think of it as that potential customer and why they should follow you. Um, there's a chipper in Clomel that I follow called Miss Ellie's and it's run by Amy and she is just one of the most lovely people you could ever meet. Um, but she, like, by following that account, like, I get a takeaway probably three or four extra times a month than I should <laughs> because she's sharing so much, um, you know, value on there and she's kind of showing 
you know, the process of like the fish coming in fresh from the docks and then it getting battered. And then I'm in the mood for fish and chips, of course. I, I want fish and chips. Um, so shout out to Amy and everybody at Maselli's. Um, so yeah, it, it's just about getting in the mindset of that customer and understanding what kind of content they want to see and what they want to see in your bio when they come on and they have that three to five seconds to decide whether they're going to follow you or not. Um, if you don't have the location there and your local business, they're not going to do that. Um, so I won't rabbit on about that anymore. Um, so let's move on then to step number three, which is to craft your call to action or your CTA. So this is really, really important. And people just neglect this all the time. Every time I do an Instagram audit with a client that does coaching with me, um, this is one of the things that they do. So they just like link to their website and that's it. <laughs> And I'm like, right, you're making the customer do all the hard work. So if you've been on and you've been talking about a certain, like just say, for example, um, a certain product and you've been on talking about this or a new service that you're launching and they have to go on to just the main website, which you've linked to, you haven't linked to anywhere else and they have to go searching for it. They're going to lose interest very quickly because people don't want to do the work. You need to do the work for them and direct them in the right place. Um. So your call to action should make your ideal customer want to click on it and it should be crafted with them in mind. So my suggestion is the last sentence in your bio should link to your lead magnet if you have one. So I did a whole episode on that before, um, how to... Uh, make a, a lead magnet for your business or it should link to your link tree um so your call to action it can serve any number of purposes so you can have like book a call visit our website shop online all that kind of stuff um but one call to action really is what you're going to ask them to do um so you can use a link in bio service to drive traffic to different places so this is a great way of maximizing the potential of that area so that's what i'm talking about don't just link off to your website and if you're on then and you're talking about a certain product um and you don't have a link to that product or that service um people are just going to lose interest and you're not going to get customers and you're going to lose customers. So there's loads of different link and buyer services that you can use. So Linktree, you've probably heard of that. It's really, really common. You see it all the time. So basically what a link and bio service is, it allows you to put like loads of different links in your bio. I suggest between like five to seven. I wouldn't do any more than that because you're just making it too confusing then. Um, so you have Linktree, you have Shoreby, you have Later, you have Sked uh, Link, you have the Milkshake app, which I have used in the past and I found it really, really good. Um, you've got Campsite and Canva have re recently allowed you to create like a mini website and link um, to them. But if you've got your own website, you can also create a little page, a landing page on that. If you've got WordPress, it's really easy to do that. I set that up myself. Um, or if you're working off like Squarespace or Weebly or something like that, it's really easy just to set up an Instagram landing page with the link. So when they're clicking out of Instagram, they're looking at it in mobile Um and they can just find what they need really easily. But if you don't want to do that and you want to just get started, use Milkshake or Linktree or one of those. Um, and that will, you know, help drive the traffic to the right places. Um, so yeah, that's the link in bio services then. So step four then is to optimize your name field or the headline for search queries. So so many people neglect this. They just don't um, even know that it exists really. Um, 
every most of the accounts that I've audited in the last probably 12 months haven't been using this feature. So the name field in Instagram, so you have your name field and then under that you have like, uh, so you have two options for name fields. So a lot of times people will have like Laura Mahoney marketing tips and underneath it then they'll have the name um, Laura Mahoney marketing tips or whatever it is um so don't overlook your headline and don't duplicate what you already have there so if the name of your business is that you like if the name of your business is you you don't have to repeat your name but say you're a wedding photographer and you're based in Cork um so I'm just using this one for example so Sean Clark photography this is one that I came across when I was doing some research um in his bio his name is in his name field it's Cork wedding photographer so when anybody searches in Instagram Cork wedding photographer they find Sean Clark photography so it's really really clever really easy way of getting those ideal customers because he's only going to be based in Cork or in around the Munster area so he doesn't need to be targeting every area or all of the country that's his niche obviously um so what you can do then is you can use a combination then of keywords so you can have something like wedding photographer plus the town is which is what he has he has cork wedding photographer um you can have wedding photographer plus the niche so if you're like somebody who specializes in elopements or registry office um that kind of thing you can have your wedding photography or registry office wedding photographer um something like that plus you could have the town if you wanted but you will be limited to space um in that so it's important just to bear that in mind that you're not um you know that you're not you're tight on space so you need to make the most of the space that's there um you could also have the wedding photographer plus the type so are you like a wedding photographer who's a luxury wedding photographer are you a budget wedding photographer are you like a fun wedding photographer what is the type um that you can have so you could have a mix of all of those so have a think about your own business and what is your niche or what is you know the target area or what is the type of um business that you actually are um and i hope that makes sense so how do you edit um your headline or your name field so the first thing you do is click on edit profile so go into your profile click on edit profile um add a new headline then to the name field so the name field is where you'd normally type in your name so it just says name um and this is the searchable term that you want to put in there so it has to be something that that ideal customer is going to be searching for whereas if you are not known as say just go back to the example of the wedding photographer you're not somebody who's really well known um they're not going to be searching for your name they're actually going to be searching for terms like wedding photographer cork um so it's important to do your research before you update this so don't just go in and change it and then be like oh god uh, i need to change that again because you're not allowed to change it for another two weeks um so make sure you do your research before that and have a look at other people in your niche and what they're actually putting in there a lot of people don't even know that you can actually do that and it is searchable and I did cover Instagram SEO so search engine optimization that Instagram is becoming more searchable and so it's more important than ever to get that right um so let's move on to step number five then, which is create your swoon-worthy Instagram highlights. Um, this is my second time doing this, which I believe I had a technical glitch there about a half an hour ago and I was recording away and um, the thing stopped recording for some reason, um, which happens sometimes. So I have it on in the background there, so I'm a bit distracted. Sorry for a second. 
just to make sure that it is actually still recording. Um, so your swoon-worthy Instagram highlights. So I've talked about this in other episodes of the podcast. So I won't go into too much detail, but basically your highlights allow a potential new follower to get to know you and get to know your brand. So you need to promote your offering, um, promote your content and generate leads from your, your Instagram highlights. So think about who they are actually serving. So if you have like, if say you're somebody and you are, um, just give me an example of somebody that's a makeup artist, they don't really need to know about your trip to London. So I had I had an Instagram highlight that's all about London, but that's all about me. It's not about, yeah, it's nice to see, oh, I had a nice holiday in London, but like, my idea customer doesn't need to see that so I'm going to be more strategic about my highlights get rid of that um and it's important to do that as well. So think about your highlights from your ideal customer's point of view and getting them to actually want to follow you. It's really, really important because if it's not set up with them in mind, then, you know, it's really all about you and your Instagram account is not all about you. It's all about your ideal customer. Um, So they're your first chance to get a great impression on someone and they're the chance for them to go and binge on those. So it should be really, really, you know, they should want to go and like at the end of it, then be like, definitely want to go hit that that follow button. Um, I was just about to say smash that follow button. My kids watch YouTube all the time and <laughs> hear that all day long. Smash that subscribe button. Um, yeah, I'm just totally influenced by what they're watching at the moment, so ignore that. Um, if they're boring or they're not strategic, people are not going to follow you. It's as simple as that. So when you're setting up your highlights, make sure you put the most important categories in first. Um, change your cover icons. You can do that really easily in Canva. Um, if you go in and you just Google Instagram highlight icons, you'll get a load of different ones there. Make sure you use your brand colors as well. It's important to use those so people can kind of get to know you. Um, also, if you are looking to rebrand your Instagram totally and you want a new fresh look for it, I have Canva templates um, available in my shop. It's lauramahoney.com forward slash shop. If you have a look there, um, you can just refresh your whole Instagram in the space of a day. It's re- Really, really easy to use. Really, really simple. Um, definitely go check that out if you need to do that. Uh, use your brand colors and your highlight icons. As I said, same with your um profile picture. Use your brand colors. Um, curate your highlights carefully and edit your covers without adding to stories. So a lot of the times, people will add stuff to stories. Um, add their highlight um icons or highlight covers to stories you don't need to do that if you click into a highlight and click the edit button um you can edit the covers it's really that's a quick little simple tip for you a little win for today okay so moving on to step number six then which is setting up everything else in your bio so you've set up your bio as best as you can there's other features then additional features that you may not know even exists a lot of clients that i work with don't even know so if you click the edit profile button you can connect to a facebook page you can select your category you can edit your contact options activate an action button and edit your profile information so um when you open up your edit profile you'll see there that you have like um your public business information so you have if it's linked to a page um the category what category you're in so that's a really important one and I didn't realize till like only recently that I was in the completely wrong category 
I completely neglected to go in and change this and to edit this. And I meant it so many times and I forgot about it. Um, but when I set up my Instagram page, I set it up for personal use. I wasn't actually going to use it for business. Um, but I ended up using it for business and it was in the wrong category. So go check what category you're in and edit that if you're not in the right category. And um, that's really important. Um, but there's loads of different options that you can do. So within, um, so if you click on the profile um, display options, it, you can show or hide your category label. So if you want to show people what category you're actually in, you can do that and display your contact information. So if you want people to actually contact you, if you're that kind of business that you want to get people um, that are going to contact you or email you or phone you, um, you can display that on your profile as well. That's how you do it um, going into the edit profile, into the additional features. Um, so then moving on, then um, your contact options. This is where you can put in like your phone number, your email and your business address. So if you're a remote worker, you're not going to put in your business address. You're just going to maybe have your phone number and your email. I highly suggest this to do this if you're somebody who's a service-based business and you're looking for leads because people contact me all the time from Instagram. It's really, really handy. The only downfall with it is that you do get some like scam, spam calls and spam email from it. Um, but... For me, um, the pros outweigh the cons because I'm getting qualified leads from Instagram and they're literally clicking on that button, popping me a really quick email or they're clicking on that and popping me a text or a WhatsApp and uh, they end up most of the time becoming clients because they've gone through my profile, looked at my highlights, looked at the information that's there and decided that they are they want to work with me. Um, so it's definitely worthwhile to do that. If you're a business that you, you don't need people contacting your email, you can just switch that off. Um, you can add an action button then is the next thing. So an action button basically is those buttons that allow you to add like gift cards, order food. If you're a food-based business, you can do that. Um, with partners like, um, oh God, what's the Just Eat or, or those kind of those kind of places. Um, you can have a donate button in there as well and um, a book, a call or make a booking. So I have that set up at the moment. I did it as an experiment and it has actually worked because people have booked a free discovery call with me, 15 minute call to see if they're a good fit for the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and people have done that without me having to prompt them at all. So that has been a really good um, winner for me and it's definitely worthwhile. Um, so definitely check out those buttons and see what ones are appropriate for your business. Um, and if you maybe not be using them at all and they may be a game changer for your account. Um, the next thing then is to turn on your notifications. So ensure that you turn on your notifications so that you get notified whenever somebody comments on your post and you can go engage with them then. Um, you can edit these according to your preferences and check your phone settings as well. But you can do that in the settings um, menu. If you go into edit profile and then settings, you can see how your actual um, preferences are set up. Your Oh God, what's the word? Your notifications are set up, not your preferences, sorry. Um, so that's everything that we learned today. I just popped down through that list really quickly. Step one was to craft your perfect profile. Step two was to craft your perfect Instagram bio. Step three was to craft your call to action or your CTA and make the most out of that link. 
Um, step four then was to optimize your name field or your headline for search queries. Step five was to create your swoon-worthy Instagram highlights. And step six was setting up everything else in your bio. So there you have it. That's it for this week's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And it actually means so much to me that so many people listen to the show every week. I can't actually believe it. And we are actually coming up to our one-year anniversary in May. I have a lot of exciting things happening to celebrate that. It's an amazing milestone and I'm so, so proud of the show and I just get so much amazing feedback every week the DMs on Instagram are just so lovely and I'm so so happy when people tag me Um, so if you've enjoyed this episode take a screenshot share it to Instagram tag me in it and let me know what you thought of the show Um, as I said yeah we're coming up to our one year anniversary a lot of exciting stuff happening I'll keep you updated on that in the coming weeks um, if you want to go leave a review, it's really easy. You can check out my review page. It's lauraomahony.com forward slash review. And all the instructions um, are there as to how to leave a review on Android or Apple. Um, and also you can get a shout out on the podcast for your business. So make sure you leave your name and your business name. And I will do that in a future episode. So I hope you have a great week ahead. And I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>